what is up everybody welcome to another episode of beer with purpose so i'm super excited about today's episode it's with my friends over at strange brew um love these guys i love their beer what they're doing in the community um it's a really fun episode sadly there's a lot i think that's cut out but just because we're using zoom again uh we talk some about the coronavirus uh that's going on right now so all this is via uh, i think this one we did on zoom so there's a lot of cutting in and out a lot of interruptions um but still i think even with that it was still a really awesome episode cannot wait to actually hang out with them in person drink their beer while we do a podcast episode but i feel like this kind of gets the point across and they're awesome people i love these guys um so anyways i hope you hang out listen to this episode and uh yeah go follow them strange brew on instagram you can follow me beer with purpose on pretty much every platform twitter i don't use that much i know i've said that a lot because i really don't um rate subscribe comment do all the things that you're supposed to do whenever you listen to podcasts so i hope that you hang out and listen to this awesome awesome time with my friends all right everybody welcome to another episode of beer with purpose podcast so today i'm super excited to have these fantastic people from strange brew uh, why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourself and talk about what you guys do? Uh, my name is Adriana, and then uh, my name is Jacob, and we run a homebrew Instagram, and I mean we just do a bunch of homebrewing. And also, Adriana, you want to go into the little spiel? Well, we're gonna stick to strange brew for for now. But yeah, we're just a home. Yeah, uh, we're just a home brew um, duo, and we brew at home. Um, right now is like the perfect time to do it, so um, we try not to complain about that. Yeah. Um, we really just try to do as many cool beers that we can. Um, we've brewed some recently. We have three, and uh, I know that you aren't going to put video, but you get to see them. Ooh. So that's pretty cool. Nice. I'm excited about that. Yeah, for sure. I know uh, I'm lucky enough to st- have two of y'all's beers. I-, I opened one, I think, last weekend. I'm going to open the other one this weekend. Um, so I'm super excited. So far, the first, I can't remember what the first one was that I had. But... Uh, I was a New England IP. That's right. Yeah, that was really good. I enjoyed that. I'm I'm really looking forward to this one. But um, so what's uh, what's your favorite kind of style to make or and drink? I think we both like lagers. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can go ahead and give like yours. Yeah, um, I, I really appreciate lagers, especially uh, really well done lagers. Um, I like a lot of German. I like a lot of German style beers, uh, Berliner Weisses. Uh, dunkles, those those types of things, but mm-hmm. lagers is really kind of. I like to see beer shine because they they don't get a lot of play. I mean they're they're kind of coming up now more than they were. Um, but I, again, I do I do uh, like a good IPA West Coast style or, or New England's not bad, but they're all kind of starting to blend in for me. Yes, I agree with that. I think for me it's the same. <clears throat> Excuse me. I really like lagers. Um, wheat beers i really like them just because i can add a lot of fruits to them and i love those flavors um a lot of people really like ipas i i really do try to like ipas but i just don't and i don't know what i don't know what it is and i every time i go to like a brewery people are like oh well you know these ladies normally like this one i'm just like no like i've had ipas before but i just nothing about the flavor i just don't like so like lagers, you know, wheat beers kind of have like a softer note. I mean, it could be just that I like bread because that's basically all that they are. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I I mean, I do like a good IPA, but man, whenever it comes to like a classic, I love lagers. I love my favorite, though, is probably the Hefeweizens. I love Hefeweizen. Me too. Oh. 
Sours too, really big sours, especially barrel aged sours. I'm getting into sours more now than I used to be. It took me a long time to get into them, just because they're a little bit uh, harsher to first sip on almost. Yeah, you know what's weird is actually, um, I didn't like sours either, but then I started to drink kombucha and somehow those flavors kind of allowed me to accept the flavors of sour beers or like Berliner Weisses. I like them now. So thanks, kombucha. Yeah. <laughs> Same. I, I started drinking kombucha and I think that's what makes it easier to get into the sours. So. But uh, Three Nations actually probably makes my favorite Hefeweizen. It's Hefeweizen with strawberry. It's amazing. Oh, cool. Cool. Is it the is it the Shed and Silo with strawberry, I'm guessing? Yeah. I can't remember what they called it. Something Fields. Ooh. Okay. I wish I could remember. But <laughs> anyways. Um, so why don't you talk about the, the food that you make? Let's, let's, uh, let's add that into this. Yeah, so um, currently I'm not able to do much right now. We're still trying to organize and decide what we want to do, if we want to keep going or if we want to continue to social distance. Um, but in September, I started um, rellenas, which basically means stuffed. And um, it's just vegan Mexican food that we serve to like local communities here and there. And it has been doing pretty well and I've been really surprised about it and it's been fun and I miss my markets. I miss meeting like all my customers and like it's it's a little rough right now not seeing everybody um but yeah we run rellenas together my mom also is with me and my sister helped me out and it's a lot of fun even though we wake up at like four in the morning sometimes to set up market um it still is a lot of fun once you're with your people Mm -hmm. right so yeah, that's what Reyna's is on the side. And um, maybe one day we'll clash these two things. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah that'd be really cool. Um, I know I've heard lots of amazing positive things about, well, the, the beer and the food that y'all do. So that's why I was super excited to at least get some of the beer and eventually I'll get some of that food. Um, yeah. So one thing that I really love about you guys is how community-oriented y'all are. Um Y'all are very much about not just the Dallas community, but your culture's community. Uh, y'all very much promote um, who y'all are about. And I really, really love that because I feel like not a lot of people really focus on their family and their where they come from. Really, a lot of people don't really focus on that. So that's one thing I, through following both of y'all, I really, really enjoy. Um like the, the the shirts that y'all just uh sold yeah the, i really I, I loved that story uh do you want to touch on that i mean uh honestly i was just sitting on my couch and i was a little tipsy and i started painting and i started painting a keg and it was that hand that i painted with the hop on it which kind of looks like an asparagus <laughs> but um but then um during that time, there was a lot of, you know, the issue where a lot of people who were applying for asylum, which is like a legal um, thing that people can do, uh, were being stuck at the border and they were being treated badly. And there was a family, it was like a young family with a baby daughter, and they were sitting in the border for a really long time. Because really, when you do asylum, is you're applying to be able to stay for a little while, and that's completely illegal. Um, <clears throat> especially if you're running away from, you know, just anything that's, yeah, bad conditions. So this family couldn't wait any longer because you have to think about it. They're sitting just in a cage at the border. It's not like they're staying at a hotel. Yeah. Um, so they just couldn't deal with it anymore. And they're like, you know what? We're just going to have to do it illegally. Um, so dad decided to, um, you know, cross that river and he didn't make it. Um, so for, uh, for me, especially because I'm, I'm an immigrant myself, um, I really like to support, you know, the undocumented community because we get left behind. I mean, even now with the bill that they passed that's supposed to help a lot of American communities, um, a lot of taxpaying immigrants aren't being helped at all. 
Um, and you have to think about how essential their work is and how they're not receiving any sort of aid. Um, so back to the t-shirt, um, we raised the money that we could. I don't remember exactly how much it was, but it was a pretty good amount. Um, and we donated it to Raices, which would be translated to Roots. And it's basically an organization that provides uh, legal help. Um, once people uh, are accepted for asylum here in the United States, um, they help with groceries, with rent. Um, so the money went to a good cause. Um, so that's what that was for us. Yeah, we were super excited about that shirt. And um, we had a couple people afterwards ask us to buy more, but we were just doing like a really short run of it. Um, it was just kind of a one-time thing. So we felt bad that some people didn't get it. But yeah. yeah, it was a good cause. We, we enjoyed doing it. We enjoyed promoting it, took pictures. Uh, we had a good time. Yeah, I really, I thought that was so great. And I love hearing that story. I mean, I love knowing people that are, doing things for a better uh better world you know and that's definitely something that's super awesome um, yeah i mean so i guess we can swing back over towards beer beer uh <laughs> so i mean what got y'all i guess into the instagram beer that y'all are a part of like the instant, oh, excuse me, I worded that so bad. Um, <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, the, the Instagram beer community, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, just a quick story, like behind story. I was originally into Facebook, and Adriana had gotten rid of her Facebook. She was like, You need to come to Instagram. You come to Instagram. It's way better than Facebook. So I was like, Ah, I don't want to. And then finally moved over to the platform, and then couple months into that i started brewing beer my brother actually bought me a brew kit for my birthday and started brewing beer posting pictures um we had a couple people reach out for like podcasts um so the first one of the first people we met was uh, victor and andrew and andrew i don't know if you i don't think you've ever met andrew andrew was one of the original guys on the dallas beer talk um but he's he got he had to kind of step away from it for a little bit. But regardless, that's where we met Victor. That's where we met Victor, and then we kind of got deeper into the community, and um, then we met Jerry. Jerry was the next person we met. Um, and then we met him actually at a bottle share, and we were just like, whoa, what is this whole thing that's going yeah, on? Yeah, we went to Four Corners, so that was like our favorite brewery at the time, but at their new location, which is 30. Yeah. Um. And we went to the brewery and then Jerry was like, yeah, we're supposed to meet Jerry and, you know, share a bottle, some of our homebrew. And he's like, yeah, well, we're in the back. And I was like, what? Here in the back. So we went to the back area and it was like a whole room of just like people standing around. And we thought it was like a convention or something, but it turned out that it was just a bottle share and it was just like three big tables with a shitload of beer and there was like buckets everywhere and I'm like, what do you do with this? And they're like, well, if you don't like it, you can toss it. And um, anyways, we didn't know what Jerry looked like because at the time he didn't post any of his selfies. Mm. We were like, who is this person? So I'm thinking like this white dude with a beard, right? And then uh, we come up to him and we're like, Jerry? And he's like, yeah. And he was like the coolest person ever. And um, yeah, that's that's our love story with the problem at NTF Beer. Oh man, I feel like everybody has a good love story with Jerry. Like, oh yeah. I mean, I I know I give him a lot of props for helping me get into just because like he encouraged me so much to go to his last bottle share, and I was just like, ah, I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna go, and then I just I went, and I was like, Jerry, just you know, he as soon as you see him, he has like open arms of like, come drink beer with all yeah. of us. Yeah. Hugs all around. Yeah. Jerry's great, man. Does a good. Uh, he does a. He does a really good job of promoting beers for Texas. Um, yeah, that was our first time getting exposed to like bottle shares, and we were just like, "What is this world? Like, what is going on?" And we got to try a bunch of different beers we never had before, and we were just like, "We've got to stick with this, and we've got to learn more." So that's kind of how it all started. Mm -hmm. And then we just started posting, you know, the things that we were doing. I mean, not to like show off or anything, just because we were really excited. We've never even thought about being able to brew beers. So we're like, oh my God, look at what, look what I'm doing, you know? 
Um, and then, you know, we don't have a lot of followers and that's totally cool because I think for me, it's more about quality over quantity. And I really love the community that we have. Like they're super like cool, super supportive. I think anything that we do, they're always there for us. If we go to competitions, they show up, um, small or big. Um, when we go to labor of love, we really enjoy it because it's a whole bunch of brewers and yeah. aside from the competition, we're just really there trying each other's beer and talking and it's it's super bomb. I enjoy it. Yeah, I have really I haven't been involved much with the home brewer aspect of the beer community, but I've I've started trying to get into it because I was like, Man, that's a whole nother world of awesome people I need to meet. But uh I still agree with that of just like everybody is so awesome in this community, very supportive. But at the same time, they'll tell you, be like, hey, uh, this is a little wacky. You need to change this up. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, yeah. And like, kind of, I agree the same thing of like, I don't have a lot of followers and I kind of don't really care because I'm having fun and I'm doing things that yeah. I care about. So, yeah, I mean, we're not trying to do any more promotion to try to get real people in. It's not even like that. It's really just, this, you know, a fun page that people may or may not follow. And we're cool with it. Yeah. So this is probably the hardest question I've been asking my uh, people that I've had on so far. It is, what would you say are your top three breweries in the area? Local. Yeah. yeah. Like... Can you give me the miles? <laughs> I mean, you can pick however far or close that you want to where you are. I, we could just say um, Dallas area or your area. I don't. I think right now, because for me it changes, you know. Yeah, because, I'll let her go first. Yeah, for me it changes. <laughs> yeah, like you know, uh, breweries come out with great stuff, and then you get desensitized uh, by their beer, and you're like, oh, I want to try something else. So right now, I would say that I really enjoy Odd News, and it's really because of their, just who they, who they are. Um, also, Martin House, I love how wild they are. Yes. They're just like bringing up things, uh, you know, that we like. And a lot of the beers that they make, it's really like childhood memories for me, you know, like the pickle beer or yeah, a lot of nostalgia. Mm -hmm. And then I guess the other one would be Celestial because um, they're also wild with what they make too. You know, they really like to experiment with what they have. And they also have a really good community um, around them. And I like being around that space. So for me, I guess I would pick those three breweries, not only because of their beer, but because they like to be experimental but also because when we're in those spaces, it's super comfortable and it's super fun. And I think that's another part of a brewery, right? It's not just the beer that you make, but it's also the space that you create for the people that are your customers. Exactly. So uh, as for me. Yeah, one of the, my last guy was Larry, uh, Beer Me 17 on Instagram. He kind of said the same thing of like, he said, my favorite places are not necessarily places because of the beer, but because of the atmosphere and the people that are doing sure. it. I was like, I agree. I mean, the beer could be crap, but if you have a great environment and a great group, like I'll go back. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, for me, honestly, those are the three. I, I'm exactly the same. I think being in those, in those places, it's super comfortable. We get, we can kind of be ourselves. Um, we have been to some breweries where it's just kind of a little awkward for us or it's it's not really inviting. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to mention any brewery names, but um, that that is the case for some for some breweries. Um, an honorable mention for us, or at least for me, would be um, it's not a brewery, it's Craft and Brawler. Craft and Brawler is a Love that place. home for us. Um, he's great. He's a fantastic dude. Um, so, yeah, same same for me. Odd News, Celestial, and Martin House. Those are my three top picks. Yeah, there's like one in Houston. Or sorry, not Houston. Is it Houston? San Antonio. San Antonio. Weathered Souls. I love that brewery. And it's super tiny. It's super tiny, but um, their Michelada beer is just fucking good. Man, I can't wait to go down there. Uh, I, so I haven't been there, but my friend brought up some of the beer from there. And I was like, oh, this is really good beer. So I'm ready to go try it. Yeah, the, it's hella chill there too. The, the brewer and owner Marcus is, is really good. 
I believe that's his name. But, I mean, I honestly, I feel like my picks for top three breweries are pretty much the same. I mean, <laughs> I I, I love Odd Muse. I've, I mean, I post that. I Before all this, I was there almost every freaking week. I, I love Bobby. I love the, the whole crew there is amazing. Especially yeah. hearing the stories of like all the artwork and everything. And Oh, yeah, here. man. Yeah. You'll talk your head off on that, man. But it's yeah. awesome. It's yeah. Good. I can't wait to get him on the podcast, too. For sure. But, He's super chill. Yeah. yeah. I, it's it's almost every time I walk in, it's, it almost feels like going into like a family's house almost. Yeah, yeah. it's like cheers, man. Everyone knows me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what? Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, you remember that old show, Cheers? No. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> yeah, he, he got right. So we come from different. Like, we're both like I'm first generation, and he's like fifth generation to the United States. So it's just like I grew up with different. Thing. So I'm just like, what the fuck is that? You know, <laughs> I watched the movie so many, like 20 times like a day for entertainment. Like that's what I did. <laughs> I grew up watching. Grew up watching. Who's that tarot card reader? The guy with the white hair. Mercado. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a fortune teller. He's a fortune teller. He recently died. Oh. You know, I think I actually heard of him before. Yeah, he's on like daytime television, right? Or is he on night? Just yeah, he was like after the news, he would tell you your horoscope, and like I would just run to the TV and be like, "Oh my God, Pisces is coming up!" You know, my entertainment. So yeah, he's teaching me a lot. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> but so yeah, the the same, about the same. Yeah, I mean, I. love... I don't know if I would change. That's the hard thing about Martin House for me is like I personally the only beer I've really liked from them is the pickle beer, but I do appreciate what they do. Like for sure, they do some crazy stuff, and I you know I can always appreciate that that they're willing to go out on that limb and have some fun. I think I think their best beer is a short order porter <laughs> by Smithock. Yeah, I enjoyed Smidoc. it. I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't put it on my favorite for me. Oh man, you! If, That's if, my shit, dude. If, dude. if I can get, if I can get a can of it from him, where he, where he actually made it, it's out of this world. I don't know if just they've got some their their water their water profiling and stuff like that. They do at Mart House is the same as what he does because he still brews it. And I had a can recently about three weeks ago that was a homebrew from him, and it was man, it was out of this world. He's a he's a great brewer. He's a fantastic one. Him. He's, uh, be- and super humble because every time we go to competitions, it's always like Smith off. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> so, but he's really humble about it. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's a lot to learn from. And even his setup, when you go to these homebrew competitions, especially if they're outdoors, just his whole setup, like it, it's so inviting. Like he's got like the box, like if it's a bar. He's got snacks. Like, it's super cool. And our setup is just like, we have beer. <laughs> we have a table. Here's our table. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. He makes it comfortable. That That's really cool of him. I guess, I mean, is there anything in particular y'all want to share or promote or talk about? Um, I don't think there's, there really is anything that we want to promote right now. It's really just uh, promoting self-care at this point. There's just so much going on. I would say the only thing that we really want to promote is, you know, I mean, everyone's saying it, is just support small businesses. I'm a small business owner myself. And, you know, what's good about my situation is that I don't just rely on my small business for income. So I'm doing okay. But I mean, small business owners are really getting hit hard right now, you know, and I mean, I think it's like Wall Street who got, what is it like $4 trillion or $4 million? But, you know, it's like our people aren't getting anything. So, I mean, yes, we do have ventures, like personal ventures right now. But I think the only thing we really want to say is to go support what we have right now because we need our people to survive this. And it takes a lot of work to build a brewery. It takes a lot of work to build a restaurant. It takes a lot of work to organize 
a good brewery and a good restaurant. And um, it's just, it's so hard because it's so personal to you. You put a lot of work into it. And I just really feel like if there's any way that people can support, whether it's just like buying a beer a week or putting a post about them or something. But I mean, right now, like our survival as a as a community is more important than I guess our individual ventures. I think personally, um, yeah, man, we're, we're just worried, and we just try to go out, you know, for our essential um, <laughs> grocery yeah. shopping, AK beer runs, and oh, yeah. I've um, done a lot of those too. Yeah, so I mean, I consider those essential because those are our people. Whether I know them personally or close enough or not, I understand them as business owners and as people who are depending on that for survival. So, I mean, my father as well is a small business owner, and so I understand how it affects family. Yeah, no, so. I, I get that too. My mom's a business, small business owner. She's been in business for 15 years, and she texts me. She's like, I don't think we're going to make it. I was like, dang, that really, that just, it hurts, you know? Um, so yeah, growing up with that, yeah, you know, it's tough, and I mean, it's 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 tough because I follow a lot of people, you know, on Instagram that say, you know, you're not alone. I'm dealing with this too, and a lot of business owners are having like nightmares. I mean, it's just so hard to see past through this. And I think as business owners and entrepreneurs, right, like when we think about self care. People tell you, you know, focus on the now or don't focus on the future. But as entrepreneurs, you have to prepare for the future. So that just brings more stress to your situation. And that's why for me right now, I'm very thankful that I have a second income. And I am just focusing on helping others right now financially, even if it's in a small way. Um, that, that's the focus. I completely right now. agree. I, I, that's why, like, me and my wife are both still blessed to be considered essential, and we're working. So I was just like, well, all of mm -hmm. our money that we can, you know, we order to go from our local places. We go get beer to go from our local places because it's like this is the least that we can do in their time of need. You know. Exactly. But, okay. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, we can. I think that was uh, hitting the nail on the on the head right there John. Um, I think later, like you said, we can talk about our personal stuff, but right now we just need to focus on, you know, everyone else's everyone survival. Else. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, we're just thankful that we have a roof and food and that we're not worried about finances. And I mean, I'm a teacher, so I've talked to several parents and, and they're struggling. Um, especially <laughs> our, you know, uh, low-income, undocumented communities—they have nothing. So for me to sit here and talk about my ventures, it just doesn't seem right because the focus needs to be on our community and not on what we want to build later. Um, but that's why I think it's really cool that you know you as Beer with Purpose—that's your focus too right now. And I think that's super important and hella cool. So. I commend you for that for being part of like the community that like wants to help. Um, that isn't so focused on making money, which isn't a bad thing because again, that's people's bread and butter. But you know, we want to kind of do it in a non-capitalist way as much as possible, um, which is hard. Yeah, it, it's it's hard to find that middle ground. But uh, again, I you know. Thank you for saying that about me. You know, I, I do appreciate it, but really, I, I just do what I feel like needs to be done. So that's why, I like, yeah. this, I've wanted to start this podcast for a while now, but after all this started happening, I was like, okay, this will be a good way to help get the community on the brighter side, but still know, okay, there's still things that we need to do. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah. that, and yeah, just all and the extra stuff that I'm trying to do, it's, again, to help out our community in the time of need, which I feel like a lot of us are doing, are trying to do at least. 
Yeah, I, I think I saw recently that you guys like donated many to service industry workers. So yeah, yeah uh, me, Texas Brew Hopper, and oh, Texas Beer Dude. Uh, we try. We've been trying to raise about three hundred bucks a week so we can give it to people in the food or beer industry that don't have paychecks right now. Um, yeah. So we just hit that. We did hit that goal last week, and so yeah, yesterday. Texas beer dude went to Mad Pecker down in San Antonio and gave it to two of the uh, beer tenders down there. So, That's awesome. Yeah, it was really it's fun to watch. It was cool to see, and this made me think. Okay, I got to work harder this week and try to get you know raise more money so we can continue to help people with money because that's that's where it's all at right now. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be really cool to somehow put together like a list of organizations that are actually providing money to our communities because I got a lot of emails and a lot of messages like, Hey, you need to, um, you know, donate to this organization or whatever. And I always ask, is any of this going to anybody, any community here in Texas? And, um, usually they're not. So I think for me, my organizations that are actually giving, uh, aid to communities here in Texas, you know, regardless of who they are, just in general, like, are we giving money to people who need it, regardless of what their situation is, um, yep. status, finances, what industry they work in, um, you know, and also access to free food, because a lot of people are doing that right now. The Oak Cliff Veggie Project is doing that right now. Harvest Project is doing that right now. Literally, there's a drive-through, and they give you a big box of fresh produce, um, and it's a variety. So, just you know, I think for us, we should uh, get a list together of organizations that are helping our communities, whether it's free or you know, as far as a donation to them to use however they need to. To further their businesses. Yeah. I like that. That's a good um, idea. And yeah, I mean, like, what was, I'm just interested, what was your first uh, brewery that you went to? Um, like, ever? Yeah, but first of all, what got you into craft beer? And second, what was the first brewery that you decided to visit once in uh, the community? Ooh. Okay, so what got me into craft beer so I always grew up with my dad drinking Blue Moon. That was kind of his to-go beer, which is craftish. Um, yeah. So I kind of grew up knowing that, okay, well, if we drink beer, that's what it is. And eventually, once I could drink, um, I just drank Blue Moon for a while. And I was like, eh, I'm not a big fan of beer. Because I just thought it's either that or the other big name crap stuff. Um, and then... Off and on, I'd kind of find craft beer, but never really got into it until actually my boss, or one of my bosses that I work with, he also helps over at Intrinsic. And uh, mm -hmm. he, every once in a while, he'd bring me a little, like, sample cans of stuff. And eventually I was like, man, this is some crazy good stuff that's, like, beer. I, I never thought beer could taste, like, however it was. And, um... Mm -hmm. So then we'd start going to Intrinsic, and then through that, I kind of realized the world of craft beer. And so I guess, in a sense, Intrinsic was my introduction and my first brewery to go to. Mm -hmm. But besides that, I don't, I really don't remember what other ones I hit up. I feel like once I kind of understood there's way more to beer than what I thought, I we just started going to a lot yeah. of different places. Yeah, for sure. I think what's really cool, like, um, you know, because sometimes I bring, like, I think for my dad's birthday, I, I brought a keg. And uh, I think my uncle was like, you know, this this one's much stronger. And it, it's like the Modelo with the dark one. Oh, yeah. So, like, I think it's called, like, Modelo Black or I don't know what it's called. And I was like, no. So, it's like teaching them, like, my uncles and my dad about, like, craft beer is really cool, too. We uh, brewed with my dad for Christmas Eve. And he was, like, super excited. And he's like, whoa, when, this is gonna, when is this going to be ready? And I'm like, dude, this is going to be, like, 
three weeks, maybe a month. And he's like, okay. So it was ready for his birthday, which is really cool. And I really like, uh, you know, killing those myths. You know, a lot of people think that the darker the beer, the more alcohol, but it's not necessarily like that. Mm -hmm. It's just based on like, you know, the, the malts and its roastiness. Um, so it's really cool just to bring into conversation about what we think beer is, right? So like I grew up thinking, oh, wood's darker, so it's stronger. So I don't want to have that one. I want to drink the light beer. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when um, people who are coming into the like, craft world come in with, oh, well, can I try the light beer first, right? So they go for like the lighter color, the lighter tone. I just think that's really interesting. Yeah, they think all dark beers are like super uh, roasty, super chocolatey. Like, and sometimes that's not even the case. Like a good example would be... Uh, brown ale, maybe? Brown ales are pretty roasty. So I would say like a Dunkel, Dunkel Bison. Mm -hmm. You get like a little banana clove, a little bit of chocolate. But yeah, man, uh, beer's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to do a tangent right Sorry. There. <laughs> I guess we're sort of just talking I should have just right let now. it Oh, no. I'm glad they still <laughs> talk. <laughs> I don't even care. Uh, so now that we know like what got you into craft beer, when you went to a bar or like a party, what was it that you drank? Like what was your go-to drink? So before like the craft beer stuff? Yeah. <laughs> um, at that point, I think it was almost anything that was like way too sugary and sweet. Like... I like the the super fruity like you have one sip and you got diabetes kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think for me it was a, a like a what is it? It's like a pina colada drink with rum. With rum, I don't know what it's called, but that was my to go drink because mm -hmm. um, I like the fruity flavors. And the beer that got me into craft uh, beer was a fruity beer. It was an apricot ale by. Mm -hmm pyramid which i don't even see anymore hmm. um they got bought out by which is i think they kind of stopped it, it'll it'll pop up every now that was that was a good solid beer yeah that's that's what got me into because i'm like oh wow i didn't know beer could have fruit in it because that's what i like to drink yeah what was yours um i think it was like brian i drink a lot of heps i think one of the bigger um craft i guess craft brewery not local but just craft beer was ho garden it's a it's a belgian oh, yeah, it's yeah. a wood beer so it's like blue moon but it's from germany mm -hmm. that was really good that was very good 100 uh that got me into it and then i started drinking local uh deep Ellum, tap petty colas a, a velvet hammer was pretty much available anywhere at the time so velvet hammer uh arrogant bastard was another big one that i drank but what was the drink that you drank before craft beer? oh before craft beer I don't drink a lot of liquor, so it was mostly just beer. Which one? Uh, Bud Ice, <laughs> Coronas. That <laughs> I, I don't really. I'm not a big alcohol person. Uh, not alcohol, but a liquor person. Um, I like a good uh, whiskey or tequila, margaritas. That's what Every once in a while, I still like a good uh, bourbon. But... Bourbon, your bourbon guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like a, a Irish whiskey, Jameson's. My jam. Mm. That's good. That's really good. It is good. Oh, um, <laughs> one thing that I, I do yeah, like sorry. that you were saying is like you really like kind of educating people on beer now. I love doing that too. Like every time we go see my family or really just people that I know that don't drink beer, I like load up on all the stuff that I have and it's like, all right. I'm going to educate you yeah. guys on real beer. Like, this is real good stuff. And it's always fun. Like, yeah. I did pretty yeah. much like a bottle share with my family one time where I just opened a ton of my cans. It's like, y'all drink up and let's have some fun and talk about it. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, there's actually a movie on Netflix, and it's it's not beer related. Um, it's actually wine related, and I think it's called Corked or uh, Uncorked. And it's about a, a young guy who, um, you know, is supposed to, is third generation, supposed to run a barbecue joint, but he's really into wine and he wants to be a sommelier, mm -hmm. sommelier, who's just like a wine expert. And 
I really like the scenes where, because uh, he's, you know, clashing with his dad, because he's, he's dad's second generation, he's third, it's like, you have to run this restaurant, and he's like, I really like wine, um, but there's a scene where, like, you know, they're studying together, and they're, like, learning about, you know, the flavors, and, you know, how this beer is made, and I really connected with, with that scene, because that's how I am with my dad, I'm like, oh, dad, well, this is made like this, and, um, it's made with this kind of uh, malt and it's made with this kind of yeast. And it's really cool just to, it's just a way to bond, you know? Yeah. And I really like that, but I really recommend that movie um, just because it really talks about the clash between generations. It really talks about the expectations that we have um, as the next generation. Um, you said your mom's a business owner. I don't know if you've ever dealt with that situation. Maybe not. Um, where you had to like you know run what she has um but it, re it was really inspiring to me because you know those generations just were like blended together at the end and they understood each other you know it's mm -hmm. like you don't have to run this business you can do what you want in life but you know there was a, a middle ground of I respect what we do I respect what we had but this is where I want to go now and I think us as you know the next generation, we don't always want to do what our parents do. And a really cool way to, for him to bond in the movie was through wine. And I think that's what I do with beer with my dad, you know? Because, I mean, I don't see myself running his business later in life. And he respects that. So, yep. I mean, beer helps. I, I completely agree because, I mean, I do feel like originally I was supposed to eventually run that business. So, it it, it was a catering business. Uh, I went to culinary mm -hmm. school, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I, I was a chef, and I did that whole thing for about 12 years. And then yeah. I just kind of realized, you know what? This just isn't for me. Like, this isn't what I want to do. So since I did a total career change, it was still, like, I think adding beer, drinking it together with her is kind of a, it's still a way to bond together, even though mm -hmm. we have completely different lives now. Yeah. yeah, I think she went to one of your events, right? I think it was a cornhole event, was it? Yeah, yeah. Did she? Yeah, I, I think I saw that. Um, and I was like, that's really cool that she went to it. <laughs> yeah, it was really, it made me really happy to see her uh, come and support, even though she's she's like, it's not norm my normal scene. I'm like, I want this scene to be for everybody. I don't care if you're a beer drinker or not, you know? Yeah, yeah. That, that's the good thing about the. I feel like that's um, that's good about the beer community is like it's open to everybody. It may seem intimidating, like even with you and even for us, like going like bottle shares or like introducing yourself to people. It's it always seems really scared because you're just like, oh, what do I do? I don't know anything about beer. And honestly, I, I'm sure you can agree with this. Anybody you meet in the beer community, as far as like we've met, they're all super helpful. Oh, yeah. So if we if we have questions, if we ever need anything, or like, hey, what do you recommend? They're always super willing to help, and I think that's really dope. Yeah, I love that. Especially uh, again, uh, Jerry and Victor; those are like the two people I feel like that have really helped so many people in this community. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they they help promote a lot of stuff, and they they do a good job at it. I think for me, like coming in, you know, I would sometimes be like the only like woman there. Um, so, I mean, I really like how the undeniable Vixens started kind of to create her own bottle shares and brought like her own group in, you know, of like women in general, because I would see no one like it was just me and maybe like someone's wife that wasn't into beer, but was just there. Um, so it's really cool that we get to blend, you know, these communities to like actually create diversity. Yes. Because it's intimidating for a girl to just walk in with a whole bunch of, it's like a sausage fest, right? And you're like coming in and they're like, oh, you're just here with your husband, right? And it's like, no, bitch, like I brewed too, right? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You can cuss. I, I, I cuss all the damn time. It's fine. <laughs> I do too, okay? Like I know about beer. Um, but it just really, when she came in and there was another like woman that would always go and she would always take notes and I wish I could remember her name, but she was always there and it made me feel comfortable, 
you know she's really cool too yeah she's got a little notebook and she's always jotting down notes of beer she tries she knows about beer she was at jerry's she knows her shit but i don't remember who i don't think i really introduced myself to her yeah if you do enter she's really sweet um i cannot remember the name it's been so long since it's been a long show yeah I think the last one was the one at Intrinsic. Yeah, the one we, we saw you at. Yeah. I think that was the last one that we went to. Yeah, so, but, I mean, I thought that was really cool. I was like, yeah, I get to see more girls here. I mean, it's not that I, uh, you know, don't like going and there's a whole bunch of guys and, like, I completely hate it. But it's it's nice, nice to have, you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm very thankful for Angie too, aside from Victor and um, Jerry, yep. because they're like super different people, but they mm-hmm. have like beer and food and music in common. And I think that's really bomb. Yeah, I really, I, I do love that. I do love how it's getting way more uh, mixed. Like we have all types of people, men, women. It it doesn't really matter again who you are. It's just getting together, have fun with each other, and it's it's getting a lot better. Yeah. Besides it just being a bunch of guys, because honestly, I'm more comfortable ugh, more comfortable around women than I am men. So uh, that definitely helps. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. No, I feel that. I think for me, I just I don't know. I mean, it's, it was so hard for me because it was just white dudes, right? And it was like big white dudes who were like bulky or like into the beer scene and it's just like tiny me like hey what's up you know it's really awkward so a lot of guys um, like me but <laughs> no no like just you know like i don't know what you i'm trying to say this like boneheads you know like for the mm. most part i mean no offense to anybody out there <laughs> <laughs> that's a bonehead you know because a lot of the men were actually really um like comfortable to be around but then there was like those who were like the jocks and like you know i'm like yeah i mean i don't i've never been part of that that club so it's really hard for me yeah <laughs> i'll never be part of that club yeah. <laughs> yeah i know my wife she originally would go to stuff just to like go with me but now she goes and like she knows the people and so she's like a part of the community now and it's been really kind of cool to see her slowly being a part of the community to the point where like she can go to stuff and she's talking to people and interacting versus kind of just like hanging in the back. Cause she's like, well, I'm here with you kind of thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's like uh, Sarah and is it Kevin? Yeah. Sarah and Kevin, they're always at bottle shares. Um, they bring their little cooler mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, Hey, come try this out. You know, like they're just, I don't know. It's really cool. It's also, it was a way for us to like find friends that were into the things that we liked, you know? Um, I think that as adults, that's pretty hard nowadays because you're so focused on your career. You're so focused on like your mortgage, getting that shit paid or your rent that, you know, over time you start to lose connections with the people that, you know, you consider your friends. And I'm still friends with a lot of them, but I wanted to find people that were actually interested in the things that I was into. You know, because otherwise you're just looked at as like the beer nerd, Yeah. you know, and it's really cool to have people like nerd out with you. Yeah, you're like swifting your glass and like <laughs> smelling so, it. You're yeah. like, can you smell the chocolate in this? And they're like, bitch, just drink your beer, Yeah. <laughs> you know, but like with our community, because like, you know, I think we have some really good friends that we got out of this that I can call at any time that will help out with anything. And I'm appreciative of that. Oh, there's your doggy. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> she woke up from her nap. She's like, it's time to go. Yeah. Sorry. She's like, all right, let's go for a walk. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. It's, it's really cool. And I really enjoy like this conversation and appreciate you thinking of us. Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> As soon as I decided to actually do it, I was like, okay, I got to hit them up. And like, two, like, I was like, I pretty much have like five people that I was like, I have to talk to. And definitely y'all were on that list. And once this is all over, we'll actually do this again, but in person. And we can do like share some beer and some, yeah. it'll be fun. Yeah. I mean, we really needed this. We need some social interaction every now and then. Um, I've heard we that try a lot. to go out. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah, we try to go out and, you know, we talk to our families and stuff, but, you know, you still want to hang out with your friends and talk to people that like the stuff that you like. So this is really nice and I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate y'all coming on and hanging out and talking about the most random things I could think of. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, we like that. Yeah, we ramble. Like, it's super bad. Like, ADHD kind of, this is an ADHD, um, series yeah it's perfect it's what uh that's what pretty much podcasting is isn't it just people rambling about most random things so oh yeah 100 (laughs) percent. yeah oh some podcasts that we recommend before we leave um morbid 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 a true crime podcast if you're into like true crime stuff dude that shit is fucking scary like it really I really zone. I don't really like to listen to a lot of podcasts, but the really good ones, like this one, you have to listen to it. The other one is Modern Brews and Beats. Oh, yeah. yeah, have you heard Jerry? Oh, Jerry, yeah. Jerry, Jerry's voice is so soothing. Um, you know, Mike's really funny to listen to too. But also, um, of course, Victor. You know, if you're into a party mode. Yeah, if you like, if you like talk shit podcast. Victor's, Victor's the man on that. One. Oh yeah, Victor. Um, he he's got that one nailed down. Hundred percent. If you want to like listen to like something that's pretty comedic, but they also like like review beers. Um, uh, Malk Tour. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. Malk Tour uh, DDB. It's run by the guy who uh, runs Don't Drink Beers. Uh, he's like a a beer like he, he reviews beers and he's like really good at it um but yeah he has a podcast called multiple tour i would 100 percent check it out if you want to just crack up because those guys are fucking hilarious there's three of them that's perfect they've got like yeah they've got over like 90 uh episodes i think so so if you really really want to get into the, like listening to like people talk about beer and just um rift and stuff and they're comedians so they're all really funny mm-hmm. yeah that's perfect those are our- i'm out of podcasts so That'd be good. Yeah, 100%. I would do that one, man. It's fantastic. Those are top four. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's what we have. Do you recommend any podcasts, or are they similar to I mean, like you said, definitely Martin Brewers and Beats. I always, you know, nothing like hearing Jerry talk about his love for music and beer. Like, it's so great. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, man. Again, Ryan, thank you for having us on. We appreciate it. We had a good time. We needed this social social interaction. <laughs> Plus, this is like we, we slept in late, so literally before we even got on, we were like about thirty minutes. Before we got on, so that's why we're talking. Yeah. Because no, I mean we've been doing stuff, but usually we wake up around eight, right? But no, we didn't do that. Yeah. We were actually watching um, the Tiger documentary, so that's why we woke up late. Well, I definitely do appreciate y'all hopping on and having some fun with me. And, you know, we'll definitely do this again. Even if it's not recorded, we can at least do a social hangout thing and anti social <laughs> online hangout thing. Yeah. Social distancing way. Yeah, do this. Yeah. Okay. Right. Bye. Bye.